Hello and welcome to episode 92 of Inbound Agency Journey. This is Andrew and today we have a special episode here to wrap up season 7 of the podcast. In this episode, Gray and I are going to be bringing you an update on our agency Guava Box, what we are up to at this moment, where we're looking to go into the future, lessons that we've learned through, what is it now, 91 episodes past here on Inbound Agency Journey and how that has affected where we're going to be taking our agency Lessons we've learned from growing our startup, SaaS company, do inbound, and how that applies to the agency. So sit back as Gray and I hijack the podcast here and share a little bit of our story and the current decisions that we're trying to make as agency owners. Here we go. Welcome to Inbound Agency Journey. This is the show where inbound agency leaders share the strategies, shortcomings, and successes they've experienced in their journey toward building their dream agency. Now, here are your hosts, Andrew and Gray. Welcome, folks, to another episode of Inbound Agency Journey. This week, we have a very special guest lined up for you. Thank Back you, thank you, thank you. Episode zero of Inbound Agency dun, Journey, dun, dun. we bring you the great Gray McKenzie, a slight, Gray, welcome to the program. A slightly under the weather, Gray McKenzie. Here I am. Andrew, thanks for having me, boys. Great to be on the yes, podcast. Yes. Really enjoyed yeah, it last yeah. time, two years ago, and here I am again. January's been rough on us all, Gray, so we were really at the bottom of the pits for uh, podcast guests here. So we drug you back from the beginning, and you know, a full box of Kleenex is your thank you gift. Well, so. I appreciate the, uh, appreciate the kind words, the warm compliments, <laughs> and well wishes. <laughs> and we're surviving. Seriously, though, it's good to be here, Gray. I'm excited to chat here. We just wrapped up the Agency Masterclass miniseries. I think we dug into some cool stuff there, if I don't say so myself. Some stuff that, hey, it might have been nice when we were getting Guava Box off the ground if we had that kind of stuff out there. But, you know, if you're out there listening to all these podcasts, reading all these business books, you condense it down to an agency focus, it's right there for you. You don't need to go out there and reinvent the wheel. We've done that for you. So, <laughs> if we do say so ourselves, <laughs> we've reinvented the wheel. We've we've done enough double work to uh, last a lifetime for ourselves. And your birthday present this year is going to be a longer arm, so you can pat yourself on the back a little easier. <laughs> Perfect. Speaking of pat ourselves on the back, let's go ahead and talk about ourselves for this episode. How about that? Why not? <laughs> All right. So the focus of this episode is to bring everybody who's listening right now, if they're still listening, <laughs> up to speed on what's going down in the Guava Box world. Because as most of you know, Gray and I are multiple business partners at this point. You know, I mean, we've, we've started two of these things. So we've got, uh, we've got some experience here in the business owner realm. Um, but one thing that we did coming up on two years ago was pausing our focus on our agency Guava Box in order to get do inbound up and off of the ground. And we've gotten a lot of questions on like, like what's the state of Guava Box right now? Is that something you guys are still running? You know, what are you doing over there? So we thought we'd clear the air a little bit, bring everybody up to speed on what's going down on that front. What do you say, Gray? I think that is a great plan. You and I have talked about doing this for a while, and I'm glad that we're finally making it happen. Because we've done some different things. I mean, even recently um, have helped out some different agencies who we met through do inbound. Um, and have taken on some pro- – I mean, there's stuff going on on the Guava Box side. But uh, but like you said, shifting our focus there and then just bringing people up to speed on where we're at, our commitment to do inbound 
and also just kind of bring people behind the scenes to realize I think probably our intro alone if we haven't uh, if we haven't communicated this well enough previously but just into the we definitely don't have all this together we're learning on the fly figuring stuff out Um, so kind of bring people just into the decision-making war room right now and what what we've been thinking about and uh, and the way that we think about things moving forward perfect all right so Great. Why don't you set the scene here for us on how did we get to the point where we decided to kind of pump the brakes on guava, on the guava box side and start focusing on doing banks? I think that's going to kind of set the stage for this conversation as we break down like where we're trying to go with guava box and what we're looking to do on that side. Right. Well, for anybody who doesn't know, our first launch, uh, like very much beta, but MVP launch with doing bound was in the very beginning of November 2013. So we just passed our, our three-year anniversary um, as a company. And for the first, uh, I guess, year and a half there, uh, Guava Box was definitely the the main baby that we had going on. Do Inbound was, we were trying to build that to serve our needs at Guava Box, but also other agencies because we'd heard the pain point so frequently. And so Guava Box already being up, already um, doing really well. We were just coming off when we started Do Inbound. We were really coming off our first big growth spurt at guava box um and then that continues so the revenue from guava box was helping to fund like we've bootstrapped do inbound the whole way and really leveraged the agency to help make that possible yeah so may of 2015 is when we started to really make this transition we'd been feeling for a while like we need to figure out and there i mean there's a million different factors that went into this but we need to figure out uh are we going to give this do inbound thing the fair chance that it deserves which is our actual attention um Mm -hmm. and and a large chunk of that attention and the team to make things work at that point we were rebuilding the product from version one to our to our v2 um, which we rolled out a little bit after i guess probably june or july of of 2015 is when we rolled that out so that's the point where we made the decision to kind of shift our focus and we took most of the the core team members from the Guava Box team dragged them over to do inbound. Just kidding. That was a, that was a team decision. We made, <laughs> we made it together with everybody. That's where everybody wanted to go. Yeah. Um, to focus on that side. Obviously, we still had clients, um, things to service, things to make happen on the Guava Box side of things. But um, but since that point, May of 2015, it has been a steady scale down on the Guava Box side. And fortunately. Um, We've been blessed to have the scale up on the do inbound side as well. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was a transition. I mean, there were a lot of things that went into that. What do you, when you think about the big factors, it's kind of recognition of the situation, but probably more so like where we wanted to go with the businesses yeah. and what our personal goals were. Yeah. I think it goes back to a lot of what we talked about in the first episode of the framework series, you know, going back four episodes now on the podcast here you as a business owner, you need to make sure you're building the right thing. And I think when we got into the agency space, we were really excited about it. We were excited to be in business together because we were just coming out of school, but not really knowing what we were getting into. And I think when we sat back and we looked at the type of a business that you need as an agency, what you want to go to, um, you know, and we looked at kind of what do inbound could provide for us. It just lined up more on the goal side to build do inbound. Um, you know, the value lever there is very, very high in terms of the number of people we can help through this. Uh, so we wanted to give this a go. Um, 
and you know for to make an agency run there's if you want to scale up and help a lot of people out you've got to have a really big team to do that so we had a vision that we wanted to help a lot of people in order to do that with the most manageable team size to reach our personal goals we decided to go the kind of the SaaS route with um do inbound here but over these past years, we've learned a ton of lessons about running a business, running an agency, some things that we might do a little bit differently as we go back. We look at getting Guava Box off the ground and up and running. Um, and so now we're looking at this point where we've got this, we've got two businesses here. Uh, we've learned the, uh, the importance of focus and just how important it is to have a singular focus. The Bible says you cannot serve two masters. And it is very true in the business sense as well. Um, if you're going to do something like this, if you're if you're an agency thinking about a spinoff, you need someone to take the reins of that and own it. Um, I think that's something that both of us would attest to there. That if you're if you don't give someone reign over it, it's not going to take off and grow wings and fly all by itself. It kind of needs that ownership right there. Uh, so we know that focus is really important, um, and so we've decided to go through. And get doing inbound up and running but we've got this this brand here on the guava box side we've got a business there we've got operations there we've got lessons learned there we've got relationships and network all of those great things and so we don't want to just see that crash and burn and just kind of fade into the sunset we want to do something with that brand um keep it alive we still have a passion there so the question is now what do we do how do we how do we take that to the next level um and so this is really where gray and i are right now just having conversations about possibilities there and trying to find the best situation that we can rolling forward there. Yeah. I think on that side of things, one of the ways, like one of our primary mindsets in having two things when we went into it, and one of the things that's been most valuable and helpful moving forward with Do Inbound has been the synergy between the two businesses Mm -hmm. where because we were facing, like the whole reason that Do Inbound exists, the whole reason that it's targeted on inbound agencies, and the whole reason that it's valuable to anybody is because we knew those those pain points firsthand from growing Guava Box. And so we didn't really want to lose that by just shuttering Guava Box and not having the firsthand experience and insight into the agency space. That idealistic perspective kind of has crashed with the with the uh with the force that is the attention and energy required to really grow do inbound and to lead that team well and the product well, um, on that side. So I, th- I think that that it would still be something that's obviously something that we still would like to maintain. Um, Guava box as an agency where we have some amount of experience there and kind of a firsthand glance into what does agency look like agency life look like. Obviously we have a, a ton of conversations every week with customers, with prospects on the do inbound side. So we're getting that from agencies, but, um, but experiencing it ourselves has always been the best teacher and, and probably always will be. So having some immediate hand into that would be really helpful. So Guava Box and our experiences there, we're shaping along with along with customer feedback the development of Do Inbound. Yeah. And then obviously as Do Inbound improves, that makes what we're able to do and manage on the Guava Box side um, much easier. So I guess we can just get kind of right into the point that we're at which is we're here at a point where uh, Do Inbound is in a phase of um, rapid growth, and that's something that we don't want to slow down and mm-hmm. and really feel like this is the time to really continue. We've talked about on previous episodes how much we've invested and put into 
building out the product team and focusing on our product development workflow and kind of really honing that after, you know, now that we're three years in, it's about time to get that all figured out. And so, you know, <laughs> uh, the last, last full year has just been, um, kind of that realization and then the fulfillment of, Hey, this is, if we're going to be serious about doing bound and really let go of, um, the guava box side of things or figure or have, have the flexibility to do what we want to do there. Um, we really need to make sure that the product is, uh, delivering on all the expectations that we're setting for people and that we are able to push this thing forward, um, really quickly because it's a really, really rapidly evolving space. So on that side of things, um, do inbound is obviously taking up time and energy, but things are, things are really going well and we want to continue that growth phase that we've worked so hard to to really embark on. And so now what do we do on the guava box side of things? And we've kind of tossed around, I think we've hit on pretty much all the options. You know, we have the option to just let it sit dormant there, not do anything with it. Maybe there's a point where doing bound um obviously we're working to we have a whole org chart built. You and I are both in multiple seats on that org chart right now on the doing bound side. Mm-hmm. As we grow the team and the business grows and we're no longer sitting in those seats, maybe we have some desire to go back and, and work on Guava Box. That's certainly one possibility. We could just shut the business down completely. Um, neither of us are interested in doing that. There's the option of selling the business. There's the option of a merger. And then there's the option of bringing someone in to run the business. Um, so as we've kicked all of those around, just kind of walk through um, where you're at and how you've how you've gotten to the point that you're at. Yeah. I think, well, let's start at the top, shutter it. It's a really hard thing to think about that just because how much time has been spent building the brand, building the voice, um, getting all the content out there, like just the number of blogs that we have out there, the number of assets on the website, the case studies, you know, the all the contacts in the HubSpot portal. The fact that we've got a, you know, kind of a grandfathered version of the HubSpot portal out there is huge. All the different software licenses that we have on pricing plans that don't even exist anymore. All that stuff, you know, there's a lot of assets on that side. So just to say like, hey, let's flip the switch, turn it off, let that go. It seems like you're spoiling a lot of investment, a lot of work over there. So I kind of tick that off on my list pretty fast. The next item there, let's sell the agency. That's, um, you know, that would be cool if someone wants to buy it. That's fantastic. I think that there's not, like when you think about what are the resources that you buy when you go to sell an agency, you know, you're buying a team, you're buying um, talent on that team there, a collection of talent that, you know, if you want to add a, the opportunity to add video marketing, you know, you go buy a video agency. That's pretty clear. You've got all that expertise there, all that um, experience and everything. If you want to buy a website development team, you go buy that and it's all assembled right there to easily add those services. But on the Guava Box side, you know, our team, like you said, has largely moved over to do inbound. We've got a contractor team there. So the asset base is, isn't really there in terms of buying it. There's, there are resources there, but you're not going to get the most value out of it in that sense from our standpoint. Like we could sell it, but it would be worth a lot more if we were to grow it into something bigger. And so that's where I come to option number three and four, which is either merging with someone else who has a team built and wants to kind of leverage the brand or bring someone in to manage Guava Box and really take that ownership, take that vision and hit the ground running. You and I being involved in that process, bringing kind of the expertise that we have from the founding, bringing it in from 
the kind of the journey of doing about all the lessons we've learned growing this side of the business, optimizing things in that way. Um, so I fall into those two camps. It's like the two options moving forward that I would really feel um, excited about. You know, just it's finding that right person to come in and and have the ownership and have the vision. That's a big part of it. And I don't know if they're mutually exclusive because I think there would be some cool opportunities to partner with inbound agencies. We see people getting more and more focused in different areas right now. Um, so I think that like there's there's partnership opportunities out there that didn't exist when we got started, um, which I'm really excited about. So that's where I fall, leaning more towards bringing someone in and kind of taking the ownership role um, as that person inside a guava box. But that's my journey, Graham. Yeah. Well, you and I obviously we've hashed it out a decent amount, um, especially here in the last uh, on the last couple of months, as it's just kind of become more and more apparent as we've we've turned away business a lot of business on the guava box side we have uh, scaled down and ended um, retainer relationships and and really profitable work that we just didn't feel like we could give our full attention to so um, yeah I totally agree with you I think that the the person who would benefit the situation that would benefit most if someone was to acquire guava box would be the startup or very young agency yep. who wants to shortcut those first two, three years of building a brand, of building processes, of having some leads in the database, you know, a lot of leads, of having traffic to your website on a monthly basis, of having kind of all the all the framework that really, I mean, it took us, obviously there's there's five plus years of history there, but, um, but you know, there's probably between the decay and, and our switched attention, there's probably three, four years there of real hardcore work um, put in and lessons learned. And so our obviously our hesitation there is the person who's in that situation where they're starting an agency, do they have the financial resources to yep. make it to make it worthwhile and come in? And so maybe there's a situation where someone gets backing, but I don't know. I think that you and I are both well, that's kind of our baby. So just <laughs> just letting it go, um, just letting it drop off it doesn't sound that appealing. Even if we were to sell it to someone else, I think we'd still want to be there to help support and, and make yeah. that initial transition uh, transition period. And obviously to take care of, um, you know, clients who, um, you know, maybe aren't on retainer, but want to come back for extra work, like make sure that everyone's taken care of throughout mm-hmm. that process. So I'm totally on board with you. Um, and so that's kind of why we wanted to record this episode was hear feedback from folks like, in this situation or what other situations are you faced with where hearing feedback might be helpful to you mm-hmm. on what would make sense. And then, uh, I think there's, there's also a side of this where, um, as we think about, and we've started the process of kind of looking at what would this look like to bring somebody in and potentially run the agency. Um, are there folks out there who you may know right now who might be interested in that opportunity and be a good fit for that opportunity. So I want to shed a little bit of light on what we're looking for. But then also from an agency perspective, one of the things that we've learned is that you mentioned earlier, just the power of focus. And yeah. so as Guava Box, uh, if, if there's a, a strong resurrection, it's going to be a very focused resurrection. Mm-hmm. And, and um, so looking at one of the blessings of the do inbound community and the relationships we've built there is a pretty strong handle on agencies out there and what different people do really well. 
So obviously being able to leverage that, but but if there are agencies out there who are really strong in areas and, and enjoy the agency partnering side of things, just knowing about those um, sooner is definitely better and, and would be helpful for us, hopefully helpful for them as well. Mm-hmm. So I want to throw that out there. That was kind of a stream of consciousness. I'll let you cut in here and, uh, and maybe we can talk a little bit about what we'd look for, what that, uh, you know, in this world where, where someone else comes on board to, uh, to kind of take over Guava Box or grow into that role. What does that look like? Yeah, I think it looks like a a focus, I think, is really, really important. So, like, empowering someone to have a focus, bringing in expertise, like an agency background expertise is important. You know, we're not looking to bring someone in who's never done this before. You know, we want someone who has experience. Um, I think you and I are people that can, um, like, we want to look to someone who can bring an opinion to the table that might be different from ours but do so like with an educated standpoint, not just an opinion standpoint. Um, so having someone there who's done it before is a big, a big thing that we would look for. The ability to lead a team and assemble a team, um, you know, whether that's remote, um, and that would fit our model right now is like, let's attract the best talent from around the world, uh, service a very specific focus of people, uh, but kind of that strategic direction of where Guava Box would go is would be a part of this person's role or this team's role as they come on um, figuring out where do we want to take guava box what type of a client do we want to pursue how are we going to go about building those relationships and kind of tapping into that market right there Um, that would be a big part of it managing the team again to get them up and running and service those folks but kind of generating the business um, all of that stuff is going to fall under this under this person's or this team's shoulders Um, because like we said, focus is, our focus is on doing bound right now. Uh, we want to support the growth of Guava Box, but our vision is how do we bring someone in, empower them in that role? Um, you know, provide some sort of profit sharing relationship right there to help them get up and running and really make this their own, but with the support, the shell, the structure of an established agency, a proven brand, and then processes that have been kind of validated by hundreds of different inbound agencies as we've grown the do inbound side of things. So that's how I would kind of wrap it up, put a bow on it, Gray, and describe that role. And if that kind of tickles anybody's ears as you're listening to this, or you got a friend or something like that, and you're saying, you know, this person will be perfect. They've got the agency background. Um, they're interested in something new. They want to work with a global team of people um, who do awesome things. Whether it's you're the person, you'd be like, I want to run that thing, or I would love to be a part of that team in some way. You know, hit us up. We'd love to hear from you if you're interested uh, but also like if you're an owner and you're happy where you are, I'd love to say like, you know, gray dimmer, if I were in your shoes, here's what I would do. Or I've been in your shoes, you know, I've merged with somebody or I've brought in someone to take over a greater portion of the business. Um, let's play a little game show here. Say like, how would, uh, if you were in our shoes, what would you do here? We'd love to hear that kind of feedback. Um, and really kind of tap into the community here. Um, you know, we want to be transparent and tell you where we're at. So any feedback or ideas or your crazies would be helpful from your side as well. Absolutely. I love how, uh, I mean, we've obviously spent a lot of time, poured a lot of hours into this podcast. So it's fun to be able to hijack it for a week and say, <laughs> yes. hey, you guys play doctor here for a second and uh, tell us, help us, help us figure out exactly what we should do. What's the cure here? So yeah. I think, yeah, I, I think you hit on pretty much everything that I would add in there and just kind of strongly emphasize like our core focus is on the do and bound side of things right now. Um, so, which leads me to one other thing that I wanted to mention 
which you and I have talked about is that we're kind of at the um, early stages, mid stages of recruiting for a role on the do inbound side as well. Yes. Um, which would kind of be uh, depending on the person, we've got a couple of different needs that are, uh, that are increasing obviously as the, as the business grows and our ability to manage more and more and more responsibility um, just doesn't always continue to expand at the same rate that uh, that the needs are. So what we are looking for is kind of a marketing coordinator, um, someone to come in and really take point on um, implementing a lot of the marketing strategy that we have built helping us out. So that could be things like editing the podcast once it's recording, uh, writing show notes or managing the team that, that is doing that, um, managing paid ads, a lot of different things that uh, that either are in place right now or maybe coming on the marketing side of things. So to kind of run point on that role. And depending on how things go, whether this is one person or, or multiple people, um, also a customer support position. So preferably for that role, I think one of the things that has really set uh, do inbound apart and that we've heard time and time again from agency owners is, hey, when I have a question, not just about the software and how to do something, but a question about the agency and I shoot you guys a chat message via intercom, I'm not talking to someone who's never run an agency before who's making yeah. 875 an hour uh, running support for me. Or I'm not talking to somebody who's in another country making $4 an hour. I'm talking to... Uh, I'm talking to somebody directly who's had experience running an agency and being a co-founder at an agency. And so there's that personal experience to speak from. That doesn't mean that we're always right, but there's always an opinion there and yep. and a perspective of, hey, here's the way that we address that. And um, and that has been, I mean, that's one of the big differentiators that we have. So that person in that support role, that's not like a entry-level customer support role. That's like someone who's got some agency experience who's kind of been around the block and um, it can come in and really add value in those conversations that we have on the customer support side, on the prospect side, there could be a lot of different, a lot of different things that that role could, uh, could evolve into. You know, we had Greg from wider group on a podcast way back, I think in season four, and he really talked about Swiss army knives and trying to bring people onto the team who have a diverse set of skills and can kind of jump into different roles as needed. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of uh this role isn't isn't meant to touch everything, but the marketing and customer support side, it's kind of Swiss Army knife in that in that realm. Yeah. Yeah. Getting a lot of touch points with the customers is always the best. Especially when you've got a uh a target focus like we've made a strategic decision here to do to just service this community, but do it with a level of excellence that is hopefully gray unrivaled by anyone else out there so excited uh if you're interested in any of those things that we mentioned here today i think email is probably the best way to hit us up um just gray at doinbound.com or andrew at doinbound.com are our direct email addresses no spam please um but feel free to hit us up there we'd love your thoughts on this episode um any ideas you have thoughts you have um inquiries you want to make send it over we'd love to chat and uh Looking forward to it. Thank you for your time this week as we hijacked Inbound Agency Journey to talk about our Inbound Agency Journey. As always, it is a pleasure. And this wraps up kind of our little mini-series here on the agency framework and kind of the happenings over at Guava Box. Next week, we are rolling forward full steam with a brand new episode of Inbound Agency Journey with some amazing talent lined up and ready to roll. So 
Thank you so much for listening, and we will talk to you again next week. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Inbound Agency Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash podcast. Again, that's doinbound, all one word, dot com forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to iTunes to subscribe or leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.